What is your idea of blackness? Go with this. It's fine. I like it. I actually think it's really good. I just want to get the jokes on that. Look at the jokes on that. My idea of blackness. My idea of blackness is nothing. I think that uh, growing up with a Caribbean background. I think I think it's a little different actually. I think because I grew up with a Caribbean background, there's different cultures of blackness. There's the Caribbean culture of blackness from the two islands my parents are from, and then there's a culture that North America has about what black is as well. So, my idea of blackness is nothing. I think that black is a race of people who descended from Africa, blah, blah, blah. But I think blackness should be whatever you want it to be. Why? What's your idea of blackness? I've never really thought about there being an idea of blackness because I didn't realize that there was supposed to be something associated with it. So for me, it's not about, oh, this makes me black or this makes me black. It's not that. I am already black. So why should there be an ideology that ties it to it that says that I'm black or that, like, that makes me more black? That doesn't, that's stupid. I agree with you. I always, like, growing up, I always thought that the idea of blackness just didn't make sense to me. I think I never really connected to it growing up because it was always, like, these African-American stereotypes where it was always, like, you like chicken, this, this, this. Or it was, like, the regular stereotypes that are attributed to black people in America. Like, you play basketball, you're a thug, you're this, this, this. And it's, like, I just never attributed to that. But as I got older, I noticed that the black people around me started to internalize and attribute their characteristics to that, to be honest. And to be honest, I think I think the idea of blackness or blackness in general is stupid. I feel like black people are people. We can be a collective. I think depending on where you grow up, depending on the culture you grow up around, the family dynamic you have, you're gonna have certain interests. Uh, but I don't. I don't think there should be an idea. You know what I mean? Then. I know what you mean, but then explain why is it that people think that the reason that you are black is if you're like, grow up in the hood, if you've had all these trials and tribulations. Well, okay, you, you know what it is? You know what that it is? That should have nothing to do with you being black. You know, you know what it is? I think, I think, I think it's a mix of two things. I think there's an outside idea of blackness. And there's an inside idea of blackness. So there's an idea of blackness that everybody has, including black people. But then there's an idea of blackness that's in-house, that we have of each other. So what I, what I mean by that is, like, just to do the context, I think that the outside idea of blackness, real quick, is, like, there are these stereotypes, right? And I got to go back to America. but because I'm only going to America because America is the entertainment for the world, and black America is entertainment for America, basically. So... In America, you have these stereotypes that were created in regards to who black people are, what black people are, and that started off with Birth of a Nation and before that, slavery and all of these things. So you have these stereotypes that black people are lazy, they're good for nothing, they're this, that, and the third, they're thugs, they're gangsters, all this stuff, right? And I think over time, we as black people, we have internalized these stereotypes. And people don't realize, but like media reflects reality. Mm -hmm. So when you start to, in to internalize these things, you start to become these things 
because it be because you it's like a manifest destiny. When you start to internalize, you start to become it because you think that you have to become it to be who you are, right? It's like how certain black kids think they have to be like this to be black, right? So I think that's the outside view, and that outside view was created by a lot of the things that happened in America, mainly by white people, and that they created a stereotype. But I think we internalize it, and now we are the ones that keep up that stereotype, right? But I also think there's an in-house view. Now, the in-house concept of blackness is, I think, a bit different. Now, when I say the in-house concept of blackness, I generally think it's funny because black people always talk about uh, white supremacy and their oppression, right? But I think that we don't realize how conditioned we are by white supremacy. Like, it's like that, it's like that, uh, it's like the Marcus Garvey and from other people, um, Bob Marley quote of like, free yourself from mental slavery, right? Like, we don't realize how conditioned we are by it because we, we are so conditioned by white supremacy that we judge each other based off how black you are is how much oppression or how much white supremacy has affected you. You know what I mean? And I've seen this play out throughout my own life just growing up. So this is why you'll often see black people. Basically, it's like the person who suffered the most oppression or who has suffered by the hands of white supremacy the most is the blackest. So, for instance, it's like it's like if you grow up in the hood, if you grow up with one father or one mother or one parent in general, right? If all of these things happen to you, you are seen blacker than somebody else who might have had, let's just say, a privilege because their parents might have been able to acquire things throughout their life. So I, I think it's a bit different. I think that's what plays into it. So, like, the black people who have experienced the least amount of oppression get seen as not black. So you have, like, Carlton and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, whose father became, became a judge. He was not black. But Philip Banks, who grew up in the hood and became the judge, was black. So it's like it's like Will Smith is black, but his kids are not black. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that ties into it. And then you get the outside stereotype, which is built by the media and white people that we have internalized. So now you have like education not being black. So now you have like Oprah and Obama who are not as black as Lil Wayne. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, and it's sense. I think I think a lot of that has to do with it. A lot of it is like a lot of it is this concept of like we don't realize how much we let white supremacy govern our lives and even within the culture and even within ourselves because we judge each other, right? If if you're a black person who grew up in the suburbs and you meet a black person who grew up in the hood, the black person who grew up in the hood is going to tell you that you're not black because you grew up in the suburbs. But yet they're going to but yet they're going to preach black excellence following that exact same quote. You know what I mean? So there's there's this sense of like you're not black because you grew up with more privilege while I grew up with less privilege. So as I was saying before, man, I think a lot of it comes down to we condition ourselves by white supremacy, sadly, and the more oppression you've experienced is the more black you are. And the less oppression you've experienced, you know what I mean? How you feel about that? That's how I feel when I really think about it. Like that's I feel like that's the sociology behind it. For me, most of my life people have told me that I am not I'm not actually black, even though I am. And it's based off of the fact of the way that I sound and the fact that people say that I sound like I'm white. And then I get told that I don't understand what it means to grow up in the hood, so that makes me less black. They always tell me that if I was more 
like if I if I spoke differently or if I dressed differently, then that would give me some type of like almost like black heart. Even though they also assume you're mixed, so that yes, that plays that's true into too. bullshit too. So people make an assumption when they see me that I am, you know, people assume that I'm mixed. People assume that I grew up privileged. People assume that I must come from money. People Even make, if you did, why does that matter? Why does that take thing, away... Though, but that's, like, but is that's, Blue Ivy white and Beyonce black now? That's the problem, though, is the fact that when people meet, meet me or anyone who maybe resembles me or sounds like me, we automatically are put into a box of, oh, so you're privileged, so you don't understand what it really means to be black and to have a black struggle. Yeah. And the worst part about it is that they isolate you, but then they have, like, this expectation that because they're isolating you, it actually makes them feel good, but they expect for you to all of a sudden want to be more black. Yeah, and to like, kind of behave in a certain manner, in a certain way. And the thing that's really sad about that is that there are individuals and people who judge others who go to school and who want to have higher education just because they really want it. And you're judged for that, saying that school is for white people. Yeah, I've And heard you're told that, you know, oh, you're not as, oh, oh, so you think you're better than me? You think that you think that you think that you're smarter than I am because you went to school? And that has nothing to do with it. You're like, no, I don't think it's, anything. It's I just think that I thing. went. It's a jealousy. But that's thing. the thing, though. Why be jealous of something that you hate? It it's, doesn't make any sense. Because everybody, everybody has the exact same opportunities as anybody if they want them. You can't get mad at somebody and try and take away their blackness because they chose not only to graduate high true, school, but then you, you know they chose to. Yes, they graduated high school, but then they chose to be able to go, and they wanted to go to college university they wanted to do those things you cannot get mad at somebody for choosing that yeah no no i definitely feel you on that i like i had the opposite effect of you like i grew up predominantly around black people so um i never got the whole like whitewash thing or anything like that i'm not saying like i was amazing at basketball or i was the fastest runner or the highest jumper or some bullshit stereotype but i just i never got it right I think when I went to college was when I started getting it. And then people were like, oh, you're white. And I'm like, what? Because I'm in college? And it was just like, it's this ignorance thing, right? And, like, we do this as people. Like, we glorify the, the drug culture and the gang culture because a lot of that has to do with the stereotype of who people tell us that we are that we have also internalized. So we glorify those things. And it's like, I've I've definitely seen this. Like, But the thing is, though, you're talking about, okay, I want I want to dissect what you were saying, right? I want to unpack it. So you were talking about the way you sound, right? But you are going to sound that way because of who you grew up around. So where you grew up doesn't really matter right now. But where you grew up, it was predominantly white, correct? Mm-hmm. So if you grow up around predominantly white people, then you are going to sound like that. It's the same way like like if you come into a black neighborhood and there's the one white kid or the one Asian kid, he's not trying to sound black. It's because he grew up around these people. So in Toronto, if you see the one Asian kid or the one black or the one white kid, sorry, that grew up in a black neighborhood, and let's say our neighborhood was predominantly Jamaican, he's going to talk a little pot talk because that's what he grew up around. Or if he grew up around Somalians, he's going to throw in a few Wallahis because that's what he grew up around, right? So I think that it's it's ignorant. It's the difference between culture and race, but but it's ignorant, right? Because it's like you are supposed to sound like that because that is where you grew up. Where I grew up, I'm not going to have the same diction as you because I didn't grow up in that area. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So I'm going to have a different diction. I don't think that... I don't think that defends your blackness. Like, this this whole idea of blackness 
like I I wish that blackness was based around like whatever it is to each individual, right? That be not ideal. not not this banner that generally has to do with ignorant shit, right? Because we're generally taking the mass stereotype of of what people think black people are, and then we're making this mass stereotype into the idea of blackness. So if you're a black male, you got to be hyper-masculine, hyper-aggressive. You have to be ready to fight everybody. You have to be a gallus. You have to be, you, you have to be hyper-flamboyant. So you always got to be in chains, jewels, grills, you know what I mean? Nuff gal, all that type of crap. You know what I mean? And it's this sense of you got to have aggression, but the moment you have intelligence, it's like, oh. And I, I find that stupid because it's like we preach black excellence, but why do we do this? Like, I remember when Obama was being elected, there was a lot of black people who were saying, oh, Obama's not really black. And I'm like, I, I'm like, why? I was in college. I'm like, why? And they're like, oh, you hear the way he sounds? I'm like, yeah, you went to Harvard. What do you expect him to sound like? But they were like, he's not black. And I'm like, this is so ignorant, right? But people believe this shit, right? But if you if you make it wealthy, by entertaining the masses, singing, dancing, cracking jokes, you're still black. But if you make it wealthy with your intelligence, all of a sudden it's like you're not black, right? And this is ignorant. And I get sometimes it goes back to the whole, like, house niggas, feel nigga type of shit. Because, like, they feel like you have more, more intelligence, so you're quote-unquote the house nigga. But that is ignorant. Like, I feel like this is 2019. And it's just like, we can't be preaching certain things about black wealth and black prosperity and 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 all and and black success and at the same time we we want to call certain people in our community white for having different interests than the mass community for wanting to go different directions than the mass community that that is ignorant to me like blackness should be everybody everybody should be included in blackness like if you're a black person and you play in a rock band you're still black if you're a black kid who watches anime you still black if you're a black kid that you play tennis, golf, you know what I mean? Look at Tiger Woods and, you know what I mean? Like, it's, you should still be considered black. It, I don't think you should be excluded from... Because if that's the case, then okay, then the only thing that we can do is play basketball, play football. You know what I'm trying to say? If that's the case, then let, let, let's run it that way. But the problem is, is that society has set it up that way. Society, so society has set up that way, has, and we have internalized it. Society has set it up in the way that black youth, black men, black women... That they're only good at certain things. That men play ball. They play some type of sport. They are not the people who go to school who go who who become lawyers. They don't go to school. To, they don't they don't go to school and study political science and then end up becoming a politician. They're not the people who go to school and become engineers or architects. They're not the people yeah. who become the CEOs or the CFOs. Yeah. They're not the ones who find businesses. They're the ones who are entertainment. They're the ones who become comedians. They're the ones who become uh, singers, dancers, yeah, um, or you sell drugs. You're yeah, a, yeah. you're put into a box. And Females we, we are that. either singers or dancers. They're actors. Stereotypically, they like fashion. I like fashion, but it's also a stereotype. We are told that we are no more than what what we have been like. We're no more than what yeah, they say we are. Worker things. We don't. Welfare we don't mothers have, and all this type of we're bullshit. We're not told. We're not told that you're going to be an amazing. I don't know. You're gonna be an amazing architect one day. You're gonna you're gonna we're gonna design an amazing building. You're going to inspire people. They don't have that. The only way that we inspire people is by allowing them 
to be entertained by us. Like we are sent up a puppy show. Like that's exactly what it is. Yeah, like we're not yeah, like we it. are, yeah. we are literal puppets. And the funny thing is, is that sometimes it seems as if that we don't want to be more than that. Yeah. And then those that aren't necessarily the stereotype, we're the ones who are torn down. They're the ones who are treated as if that they are nothing a part of this community. But the irony is, is that if you become successful, it's crabs in a bucket, all of a sudden they want to be your best friend. Yeah, it's a crabs in a bucket mentality. So, it's like it's like it's like it's like you disrespect the law student and the medical student, but you love the lawyer and the doctor. But you don't you don't appreciate the what it takes to actually get there, and it's very it's very sad because there are so many. We did, I just said basic careers, but there's so many things that people could be. They don't they don't think that a black person can invent anything or get anything patented. And built. You know, you know what it is. They don't think that we have the ability to be scientists and researchers and possibly find some type of um, another type of form of medicine or a cure for something. It's like they don't think that our brain capacity can handle it. And the funny thing is, is that we as black people also believe that. Yeah, we don't that's... think that we have the ability to be intelligent or to be smart or to have wit or any of those things. That's the thing, and I don't want to keep saying they because it's like, like. We have to do this for ourselves, right? No, and it's I'm just not, like I'm no, 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 no. I'm just saying, I'm saying we gotta do this. And it's like growing up, growing up um, around black people my whole life. I've heard these things said, right? I I hear this all the time, and it's like it's like you'll, you'll have a young black boy, and let's say he is tall or he's going to be tall, or like oh, you're gonna be in the NBA, and that's all they ever tell this kid his whole life. And then when he doesn't make it to the NBA, he's, he's like, nothing. that's what I thought I was gonna be, right? Yeah. And it's just like it's just like and. A lot of this you hear, but I think a lot of this, like, although the main society and the media is already going to push these stereotypes on us, I think we, I think when you have kids, I think you have to do the uppermost to try to correct this from an early age. So this way when the media comes in, sorry, they already have a strong backing. You know what I mean? But how because do you do that when you yourself are ignorant? That's what I'm trying to say, right? So I'm trying to say, like, Everybody has to be educated. It's like each one teach one. So this way we can stop this ignorance. Because you see this, right? Like you, you see this like when, it, when a kid is born. Like if the kid likes basketball and football, it's like everybody's behind it. But if the kid likes something that, that let's say like nobody has ever done before. So if the kid's like, you know what? I really like to, I'm just gonna make up something. I really like to like canoe as a sport, right? It's like people are going to stray him away and the family members are going to be like, oh, why, why are you being a white boy? Why are you like canoe? Go play basketball outside. Be... And it's like, yo, this kid could have been the next canoe player at Harvard or something, but but we just cut that off, right? Or or if, if the kid, like, it could be anything. Anything that doesn't fall in what I call the black paradigm, we shut it down. When in reality, this kid could have become that, but we shut that shit down early. Well, because because and I, I don't think we're doing it on purpose. I think a lot of it is self-conscious. And I'm not saying the parents do it. I'm saying a lot of people in the family, you got cousins that are like, yo, you're a white boy. Why are you doing that? And then you put it away. Like, I remember, for instance, I'll give you an example. I remember I used to work at this warehouse, right, back in the day. And I remember... Uh, there was this, there was this, there was a black lady that used to work with me. She was she was Jamaican, whatever. Black lady used to work with me, and I remember she had a son. And me and her used to go through the aisles on the buggies and like take off the boxes and whatever, whatever. But the point is, there was one day where she comes to me and she goes, "Oh, my my son's a little white boy." And I was like, "Why is your son a little white boy?" And she's like, "Oh, all he does is sit at home and because she said she said that her and her husband finally got enough money." And they move from Finch to, to Woodbridge. And then she's like, oh, all he does is, all he wants to do is play 
is play um play with his skateboard. He plays with his skateboard all day. So I was like, oh okay, okay. It's just like he films himself skateboarding and that's all he does. And if not that then he sits up in his room and he does his homework and he watches anime like a little white boy. He don't have no girls. He don't play no basketball outside with his cousins. And all I did was sit there and I was just like, yo, your kid could be the next Tony Hawk, but you're discouraging the kid. Because that's not something that nobody else has done. Like, Jay-Z said it best. It's like, it's like just because no one's done it doesn't mean I can't do it. So you're discouraging because nobody else has done it, right? It's like in the 90s, if you wanted to play golf or tennis, you would have been called white. Now it's okay because Tiger Woods and Serena and her sister broke the barrier for that shit. But you see what I'm saying? It's that ignorance, right? And then the kids watching anime or doing this, well, you don't know where this stuff could lead. But, like, you're calling, you're call. it's one thing when the kids in school probably call this kid white. But his mom calling him white. And I was like, and I've seen this before. I've seen this play out a lot. And it's like, we are not, we always talk about how we don't want to be seen as one monolithic group. But yet, when somebody's not in the monolithic thought, we, we ostracize them. So we want to be one monolithic group. They don't see it that way, though. But I think, it's, it's sad because I think the funny thing is like, this whole idea of what blackness is is based off of white oppression. And what I mean by that is, first of all, it's based off this this American idea of blackness. But this American idea of blackness is based off of white oppression. Like, it was America who made them slaves. It was America who redlined them into ghettos. It was America who took away the opportunity. So America caused the environment, which is the reason why black Americans have been socialized the way that they are. And then through media and through all these things, we've exported this image across the world. The same way we've exported the image of, like, African children with bugs in their eyes, right? We've exported this image across the world, right? And then it's just like, so everybody has internalized this image, including black people. If you think white people think the same, the same, the same way white people view black people is the same way some black people view black people, right? Yeah. We've internalized this image. And then going forward with that, now that we've internalized it, we now aspire to be like this. So now you have young kids aspiring to be a gunman or a tuggy tug man, and you have young girls aspiring to be a worker thing. Because we've expired, we 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 have. It's manifest destiny. It's literally manifest destiny in a whole, right? And it's just like if you try to break away from that, you get ridiculed, and a lot of the people that get ridiculed end up just submitting themselves to it because. A lot of people, especially when they're young, they just want to be accepted. That doesn't necessarily mean they submit themselves to it. I, Some I, people I, don't, and they I, get off through the whole I, life. I, I, disagree, I disagree with that because the fact that I didn't subject myself to that. I decided to be who I wanted to be. Yes, I got treated worse, but at least I was staying true to what I actually wanted to I've be I've seen myself. people submit themselves to it. I've seen. I, no, I'm saying I disagree that saying everyone does. No, no, no. I think it's half-half. I think some people submit themselves to the stereotype because they're tired of being ridiculed, and other people get ostracized their whole lives, and then they eventually just say, fuck it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just, it's, it's, it's sad because like, it's 2019, but it's like, we still see ourselves this way. Mind you, I'm not talking, I know there are people who live in certain environments where this is displayed and da 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 da. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about 
the ideology of how we see ourselves, right? It's the mental slavery in our head, the fact that we have internalized these things, and we see ourselves the same way everybody else sees us, and then we'll tell each other, oh, you can't do that, you're black, or or that's not what black people do, or that's not what black people listen to, or you gotta be like this, or you gotta be like that, or you're acting white, or you went to school, you're white. You know what I mean? It's like, it's this ignorance. And sometimes it's not actually said that blunt. Sometimes it's said in like microaggressions. Sometimes it's microaggressions of things that people say. Like, you know what I mean? Like you'll be somewhere and you mentioned you did something and everyone kind of just looks at you and waits and doesn't really say anything, but they're thinking it. You know what I'm trying to say? And you're just like, yo, really? I just think like it's it's uh it's it's sad in a way, right? It's sad in a way, but it's like I I think I get the ignorance behind the idea of blackness. I think the saddest thing is that we fight against white oppression so much. But like you know what the joke is that like white supremacy and racial oppression has affected us so much as black people from the continent to the to the islands to America to all the diaspora it's affected us so much as black people that now we have created now now we live by the expectations of white supremacy and we don't even know that we do that that's the saddest thing you know what i mean yeah. and i think i think that's the thing that troubles me the most and that's the thing that makes me the most sad about this whole thing but I I think, I wish, I actually wish that the idea of blackness didn't have a, a wider view, but it was, it was individualized to whatever you felt the idea of blackness is. You know what I mean? You know, individualized to yourself. Like, I actually think there shouldn't be an idea. It should just be black people are a race of people that come from many different places, and what connects us is our skin tone. What actually connects us is oppression because we've all faced it, sadly. But what connects us is the oppression in our skin tone. But I think that we should strive to be whatever we want to be by whatever our interest is. There shouldn't be this this layout to what, 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 what black careers are or what black traits are. What You know what I'm trying to say? But how, are you, but how is that actually able to be broken due to the fact that there have been... There's no, there's no kind of progression in people wanting anything different because they still use these stereotypes and they still push this on people they raise their kids to have this instead of wanting them to be open-minded they actually take away so many opportunities that they could have if they would just let them actually just try like you could have somebody who is heavily you could artistic. try a bunch of things yeah they could have a kid who's heavily artistic they could have a kid who is artistic in the sense of not just playing an instrument but i mean like who can paint who can draw you could have somebody who potentially could invent something who could be an inventor you could have someone who could write amazing literature and win a Nobel Prize. You could have someone who could be a scientist, who can be a researcher. And a lot of these things get squashed out of kids because of what people believe. I'll... If you can't develop, sorry, if you can't develop your own mind to mm. be able to see what is happening. That's true. And the type of oppression that you are subjecting yourself to and allowing yourself to live then you will never be able to teach your children that they can have bigger dreams than just this box that's been created for black people that they've been put inside of. If yeah. you choose to remain that way and not see the bigger picture, then nothing will ever change. So that's like asking someone who's been raised their whole life to believe that the most that they can be is, oh, well, I work in a restaurant and I only want to be a waiter. No offense to anybody who that's their career choice, 
But if you just keep telling your kids that's all you're going to do, that's all you're going to be, but you can't even correct your own mind and say, no, you can be anything you want. Yeah, yeah. And you can actually try. Like, if you genuinely have your kid and your kid's, like, a whiz at math, they could be an accountant or they could be a damn mathematician. Yeah. If you don't... So, what I'm trying to say is if you don't correct your own mindset... If you have a kid that likes Lego, he could be an architect. Yeah, but if you don't correct your own mindset first, all you're going to do is pass down the ignorance to your kid and it'll keep going generationally. It's like the one thing I always say to you, that it seems that the black people pass on generational ignorance. While you have their counterparts who pass on generational wealth and knowledge. No, I, 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 I agree with you, mind you. And I know that people are going to comment and say, well, this is the reason why. And, that was gonna, and like, I get the reasons why. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to tell us the no history on why. slavery and oppression. Th- I get the reason why. But I'm talking about today going forward. And yeah, I, you have I the definitely, ability right now to change. No, no, no. And, and I agree with you. I agree with you. I think, I think that this idea of blackness goes along with a lot of things that we pass down in the black community. I just said we pass down ignorance. It's a lot of things we pass down. Like, even the whole, like... I'm not going to go into depth about it, but even the whole like light skin, dark skin concept that we have between each other, a lot of that we pass down. Like you'll hear comments that gets passed down throughout history. Like I remember throughout families. Like I remember when I was in grade five, there was a girl in my grade who was saying niggas ain't shit. What do you know about niggas ain't shit in grade five? You're 10. But you hear that from your mother and you pass that down. Right. And it's like, it's like, it's like, this goes with everything. It's like, it's like a lot of the insecurities that I've seen black women throughout my years have, a lot of it when I ask them, when we get to the deep-rooted issue, it's stuff that, like, their mother told them or their aunt told them. It's like, you could be you could be a, a, a little black girl with more coarse hair, and your mother compliments your cousin's hair, who's not as coarse, but doesn't compliment yours. You internalize that. Then you get older, and you have, you have an inferiority complex in terms of your hair. Or you could be a darker-skinned black girl, and your mother celebrates your lighter-skinned cousin or sister and celebrates them. That doesn't doesn't say anything to you. You internalize that, it now creates an issue, right? So I think it, 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 it's with everything. I think it's one of those things where there's so much of us from different because this is not something that only affects America; it affects the whole diaspora. But there's this is so deep rooted that I think the the best thing to do is each one teach one. So like you have kids, and you be very conscious going into it to make sure that you don't say certain things to your children so you so you're you're not planting these seeds of insecurities in them right i think a lot of it is that i think i think before parents have kids it should all go for counseling i know it's not possible but but i but i think that once you clean yourself of your own ignorance that you grew up with then when you have a kid you now have a clean slate but a lot of times you pass on the ignorance that you grew up with if you're if your mother if your dad beat your mom then you might beat your wife, right? And it's the same thing with the idea of blackness. If you were marginalized and you grew up in an area where everybody thought this was the thing to do, you know, become a rapper or a ball player, then you pass that on to your kids. It's the same ignorance, right? You're passing down ignorance. But um, I would say besides each one, teach one, and teaching your kids and going forward, because all you can do is teach the kids. The older generation's already the older generation, right? I think I think another thing is like, I know people are going to hate for me to say this. Like, I'm not really a fan of Bill Cosby the person but bill cosby in a whole he did this actually when he came out with the cosby show prior to the cosby show there was nothing like this and it was a lot of white people and a lot of black people who were saying that like it wasn't it wasn't a real depiction of black people 
And I was like, white people have movies about that aren't real depictions of them either. But why, why can't we why, have this? Here was, but why does a white person get to say that black people are not like that? Yes. They yes. never should have said that. That's highly I agree with you. The white people said that black people... It was like on both sides. Yeah. But I agree with but you. But a white I person shouldn't you. be saying anything. Oh, of course Someone not. Someone who is Caucasian should not be saying, well, this is not how black people are. I didn't realize that you were black. Because it's not your house, right? I agree with you. But the thing is, though, the main point I want to touch on is that, like, Bill Cosby presented the idea of the Huxtables. One parent was a lawyer. One was a doctor. They grew up in a middle-class family in Brooklyn. Um, the kids were, were intelligent. They read to their kids. They, you know, it was, a, it was a different platform. And I think, and then Spawned after that was a different world. And those two shows together had a whole generation of black kids who saw themselves a different way. I think for a lot of minority groups, representation actually does matter sadly representation matters so i think that especially with this new black renaissance with like atlanta and dope and insecure i think they're doing a good job and they're white people but i think that we need to do a collective job as black people especially entertainment to start putting out content that shows us in a different light like we have so many movies and tv shows that are based off our experience that we've been doing since the 60s, 70s, 80s, especially yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. But I think that we need to start making movies. The reason why I love Black Panther, because it was, it, was, it was something that could aspire to be, right? It's a fictional place, but something that, that, that we could aspire to have, right? And I think we need to start doing movies and TV shows and stuff like that about things that we can aspire to reach. You know what I mean? But I think I think I think a lot of that is what is what we need to start doing. And I think and I think once we start doing that, it's going to bleed into other things. And then you're going to have children who are then going to be able to see that. And it's going to change their idea. They're going to be like, yo, I saw this movie where these two black kids were astronauts. Now I want to be an astronaut. Like it just it alters your idea. Right. But when you're seeing the same things, when you see the same things on the media and then you see the same things in your neighborhood, and then everybody is telling you you can only be this in your neighborhood. And they're telling you that in the media. You're putting what everybody's telling you who looks like you and the media together. And that creates an inferiority complex. It does. You know what I'm trying to say? And I think we I need agree. to go further. And in regards to the whole, like, you're white if you do this, I feel like this is ignorant, man. I feel like black people are not one monolithic group, right? If you grow up in an area that's all Asian or all white or all not black, you're going to pick up aspects of that culture. There's nothing wrong with that. We're not one monolithic group, right? There's black people living in Saskatchewan and Colorado and North Dakota. Like, it is what it is, right? I, I don't think... I think you can't stay one monolithic group once everybody has expanded, and I think I, I think I understand keeping black people together and I get the concept of that. But I think that it's okay for us to be a collective and it's okay for us to have different experiences. And the fact that we have different experiences, then we're coming from different places. But I think when everybody has to be the same and everybody is articulated as the same, I think that's when the ignorance starts. I could agree with that. That makes sense. But like I keep saying the same thing. Unless you're willing to give it a change what you think. Unless you're willing to make that change, nothing else can progress. It's going to stay I, where it I, is. I, I agree with you. I think. So then, what do you do? Like I you think, can't. You can't force somebody to all of a well, sudden. You, you can't wake you up can't. and be like, you can't. I can no longer be like this. The one thing I learned is you can't. You can't take care of everybody, right? It's sad, but it's like I think. I think in the media. Yeah, but they have to want to change for themselves. That's if the you thing. don't you want to, change, want if, the they change. Don't, if, if they don't want the change, mm -hmm. and they don't want to be able to make that, make that difference. 
then they're going to stay where they are. Instead of going forward, yep. they're going to remain stuck, looking behind them at everything else that's already happened, the things that have been pushed upon them, the different types of oppression. Instead of saying, I'm going to leave that behind and I'm going to be better, that way I can have my children be better, but not just with my kids, your family, the way that you interact with people who are your nieces, your nephews, and the whole thing of, 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 of complimenting them and encouraging them. The only way for there to be actual change is not just for one black person. It's for all black people to realize that the only people who are now holding them back are themselves because you can be more than that. Well, there's a lot of other people. No, no. What I'm, right. But if you don't change your mindset, who's really holding you back? I see what you're trying to That's yeah, you. Okay. So if, if you're, yeah, if, if your own, if I in your agree. own mind yeah, yeah. that you believe this instead yeah. of trying to change it and everyone else around you thinks the same thing. When is there going to be a change for you to push forward? Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm I not. I know that there are other things that are holding black people back. I never said there wasn't. I'm saying, but they themselves are also holding them back because they're choosing not to change. It's a double-edged sword. They're choosing not to. They're choosing. It's a choice. I'm not saying that it's an easy choice. By no means am I saying that it's easy to so one day decide that you're going to do something about it. No, but it's a conscious effort. No, I, I definitely agree with you. I think. Um... I think it's a hard, I think, I think that, I think, I'm glad that maybe, maybe this will, maybe this podcast, hopefully, and maybe other podcasts like it will just, well, we can bring up the topic and we can start talking about it, right? We like, want to cause a we discussion. Can, we can start bringing it up, right? And it's just like, if you're asking me for solutions, I think that one, I think I'm a black creative, there's a lot of other black creatives. I think a lot of black creatives have to start getting into Hollywood and remember, Right up until a few years ago, all the black movies and TV shows that we love, most of them were created and written by white people, sadly. But I think I think we're getting into a stage where you're now starting to see black people on the other side of the camera, which is perfect. And I think that we need to take the opportunity, similar to what Jordan Peele is doing, to write our own narratives. Yeah. Like, Jordan Peele is doing a good job of writing his own narrative. He's writing Donald originals. Glover is doing a good job of... No, I'm talking about just writing black people a different light. Right, Donald is Glover original. is doing a Instead good job yeah, of writing his own narrative. And I think the movie Dope was a, was a different perspective on the hood. It's, I think that we need to write our own narratives. And I also think that for each individual person... Because there's no campaign you can do to change people's minds. Like, you can't input this into the school system. And I don't think you should. I think this is something that we as black people have to become conscious of first. We have to unlearn our own ignorance. And then when we have children, we have to raise them being conscious of the ignorance that's in our own family that that will be able to touch them and stop that shit right away. So, for instance, I always said, like, if me and you ever had a daughter that, like, if anybody ever complimented her on her hair texture or her skin texture... I would shut that shit down. Agreed. I would shut that shit down. that stuff shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Even if it's a positive comment, and you want to know why? Because she may have a sister, or she may have another female cousin who's right there, and no one doesn't compliment her, and now exactly. it's going to mess her up. So compliment my daughter on her intelligence. Stop complimenting her on, on her beauty or and her just hair. just compliment and... her on her accomplishments of what she's done, or well, something that well, she's if she's used. three, she might not have done much. You know, Who says... Might. She, she can count, but when she's three, she might be able to count to 20. What if, what if she's like one and all she's doing is sucking titties? That's not the point. The p- but Stop I, that. I, I, I get the point. The point is, is that you're supposed to compliment children on their accomplishments and what I they do. A three-year-old can accomplish counting to 20. You congratulate them on the fact and say to them, you can count. That's amazing. Let's see if we can get five more. Let's see if we can get 10 more. But I think Don't everybody... focus on the way that they look. Yep. Because the way that they look should not matter. I think everybody has to become con- the same way how like people like Charlemagne have made mental illness 
something that we now talk about in the black community finally. I think this is something we need to talk about. This idea of blackness, this idea of being whitewashed, and and, and the traits behind blackness and the traits behind being called white. Something we talk about. Do you ever think that possibly that because of everything of people being hush hush but mental illness, that the way that you think could actually have mentally scarred you? And changes oh, the way you think and causes depression and causes anxiety. Oh, of course. So everyone, so really and truthfully, that means that people need to be get it, to be talking, but they also need to figure out what's going on with themselves mentally. So I believe that that actually, that actually has also had an impact. But for some reason, people in the black community don't like to talk about mental illness or about going to see a therapist. They're very, very opposed to it, even though it could be helpful. No, I definitely agree with you. I definitely agree with you. Like I just, I think that we, I think that when we become conscious. Because I think that we are conscious of the idea of blackness and the whitewash crap, but we're not conscious of how it's affecting people. And True. I think that when we become conscious of how it's affecting people, then we will implement things to to correct it. You know what I but mean? But people, we have but, to become people, conscious of it. And conversations like this are going to make them conscious of it. They have to be willing to accept that help, though. Yes. Because it's very, very hard. To, it's very, very hard to admit you need help, and it's very, very hard to ask for help. Yeah. Because sadly, Cause then it's you like, have to admit that there's something going on with you and something wrong. Having, also to you just think, having a mental illness does not mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means that you probably, you just need a little bit of help just to get you yeah, back yeah. on track. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. And I think that's one of the things too that I've noticed is that when the black man speaks about mental illness, they make it seem as if you're crazy and deserve to be locked up. Or they say, or, or no offense to anybody, they try and send you to church. Yeah, that's not yeah, going yeah. to fix anything. Let the pastor pray over it. But that's not going to fix anything. The only yeah. way to fix it is to actually first diagnose what actually is going on with you, find the root of the problem and the cause, and be able to learn how to not only cope with it, but get mechanisms that are healthy, that you're able to live your life in the best possible positive way, in, in a sense where you can go, day, like you can just enjoy your life because it it, it, it sucks walking through the world and feeling as if that no one hears you or sees you no one understands what's going on with you and nobody cares the worst part about going through that is that feeling like nobody cares and i also sometimes think that that's one of the reasons why we remain why sometimes the ignorance sticks is because we think that nobody actually gives a shit they're like well this person doesn't care so why am i going to care this person doesn't want to change it, so why am I going to change it? I think in the black community, we do a we do a good job of sweeping things under the rug. Yeah, and pretending that it's not there. And we don't like to talk about things. Which we should. And I think this goes with mental illness. This goes with this whole idea of whitewash versus this like standard of blackness that is based on ignorant stereotypes that we've internalized. This goes with a lot of things. Like we're now starting to talk about like colorism in the black community. And, Even though and it's been there forever. Yes, and we're now starting to talk about like hair texture and being proud of your natural hair, and like we're now bringing the shit up. It's 2019. Like we're now bringing the shit up, right? And it's just like we're now acknowledging that maybe there's something that there's worth talking about and maybe discussing it and causing a little bit yeah. of change. And I think it's I, small, but it's nice. And I think we haven't really got on the idea of blackness and the idea of what is black and why. Why is it that what is black is based in ignorant stereotypes and we haven't got on the idea of ostracizing people and calling them white for not attributing to this idealistic view? And I think the moment that we start having that conversation, it will now start to be like the mental illness conversation and the, um, sorry, the mental illness conversation as well as the other conversations that we are now talking about in the black community about around colorism and around hair texture. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that we have to start talking about it. Like, this is probably the first time I heard people actually talk about this shit. 
I can agree with that. That's true, yeah. So I think that hopefully this starts to trend, but I think that we need to talk about it. Like, the idea of blackness and what is black is stupid. And obviously, it's not all black people. Some black people, they look at the idea of blackness as, like, Barack Obama and Oprah. And you know what I mean? It's not everybody. There are different but, views of what blackness is but to everybody, we, like But we said. know that the main idea of blackness is based in ignorance. So you yourself may be like, that's not my idea of blackness. But you know that when you look at the bigger spectrum of what the majority of black people see as blackness you know what it is right so it's like it may it may not fit your individual view but you know it fits the wider view because you know some people are gonna get they're gonna get dismissive right yeah exactly they're like well that's not me so i don't relate to it i'm like okay it doesn't relate to you but you know everybody else thinks like this so it may not be you Just you know what i mean it doesn't relate to you doesn't mean you can't take it in exactly. and possibly use it for something else or to help somebody else but I think it's I think it's something that sucks, right? And people get ostracized. But I think, to be honest, those I think though that's the only way that we can fix it. I think obviously with the media because the media controls the masses and representation matters. And like Bill Cosby did a good job of that before he was a dirtbag, and you know what I mean. And then I think going forward, I think that the media is one tool. But I really think that individually we have to deal with our demons and our issues. And the way that we see see ourselves both prior to having kids. So when we have kids, we're not passing down this ignorance. Because a lot of this ignorance is passed down. It's generational shit. I agree. That's true. It's generational shit. And it, should, it, needs to, it needs to start changing. Hopefully people want to have the discussion and they're more open to actually having this change happen. No, hopefully. I, I agree with you. It'll be beneficial for everybody. Yeah, that's, that's my piece. But I agree with you, though. You ready to pay these bills? Yes. Thank you. One day it's going to happen. That's going to work. We're going to be paying these bills.